You're listening to the Murder Speaks Podcast, the show that spills the tea about true crime. Here's your host, Wendy Hinbest. Hey, welcome back. So today's real crime story is about 43-year-old Diane Hollick from Austin, Texas. Diane was an executive at IBM and traveled a lot for work. One day she joins a dating service and meets a guy named Dennis. Soon after meeting, they become engaged. Then she decides to put her house up for sale. So Diane hires her real estate neighbor to help sell her house. Thursday, November 15, 2001. There was a bad storm, and Diane was home alone. The next day, nobody has heard from Diane, and she misses a conference call at work at 10 a.m. One of her co-workers were concerned and asks the police to pass by her house and check it out. All the windows and doors were secure. The officers checked her house. Nothing was out of place. The police officer checked the bedroom and found Diane's body on the floor next to the bed. Her body was wrapped in a comforter and she was strangled to death. There was ligature marks on her neck, but there was no indication of forced entry, no signs of defensive marks on her neck. However, there were markings on her hands. It appears her hands were bound. The police dusted for fingerprints and found nothing. However, there was a towel out of place, and the towel had hairs on it. It appears it wasn't a robbery, because Diane was wearing jewelry, and there was a lot of cash in her purse. However, Diane wasn't wearing her engagement ring when they found her body. The police talked to Diane's friends, and they tell police that Diane and Dennis fought a lot and Dennis was controlling. During the week of the murder, she'd had a fight with him. Dennis was leaving her messages on her voicemail. The police told him Diane was dead, and he didn't seem upset. According to the medical exam, Diane was killed between 3 p.m. November 15th and 3 a.m. on November 16th. Dennis says he was in Houston at the time preparing a presentation for work. But Dennis tells police that he thinks Diane's friend Ray Chansey might have killed her. He said Ray had a bad habit of becoming attracted to women who aren't attracted to him. So the police speak to Ray Chansey. He tells police that he wanted a relationship with Diane, but she didn't. He tells police that he had a key to her house. He also tells police he didn't approve of Dennis. The police feel that Ray seemed too eager to help with the investigation. So police take his fingerprints and DNA sample. Several women say they saw a strange man the day Diane was murdered. He told them he was looking for a house for his wife and wanted to come in and look at the house and pay cash. Diane told Dennis that there was a potential buyer. One of the women let him in because she was a realtor 
He wanted her to show him the bedrooms upstairs, but she wasn't comfortable, so she got his name. He told her his name is Walter Miller, and he gave her his number. The police called the number, and it came back to a Matthew Sapolsky. Matthew Sapolsky suffered from paralysis in both arms, and so he was not physically capable of committing this crime. The man obviously gave a fake name and number. November 20, 2001, a sketch of the mystery man was on the news. One woman was home alone with a child when, when he came to her door. He got angry with her at the door when she wouldn't let him in. So she wrote down his license plate and it came back to Patrick Russo. Patrick Russo had multiple assaults on women and he was on parole. He spent eight years in jail for choking a woman. The police approach the house of Patrick Russo. He tells police that he has changed. He denied going into anybody's home. Russo tells police that he went to a radio station the night Diane was murdered, but his cell phone pinged off a tower close to Diane's house. A woman had a flyer that he had touched. It was processed for fingerprints, and the fingerprints are a match. February 5, 2004, Patrick Russo goes on trial. Diane let him in. She led him upstairs and gave him a towel to dry off. But once he was in the house, he tied her up and killed her. February 20, 2004, Patrick Russo is found guilty of capital murder. He was pretending to be a realtor just so he can get into her people's house. Yeah, I must say that if I was me, if I was at home alone and somebody came to my door like that, I wouldn't let him in my house either. <laughs> Creepy. Okay, well, thank you so much for listening. If you'd like it, please share it. Sharing is caring. And if you are a true crime addict like me, check out my store, crystalkiss.com. That's crystal with a K for some murder merch. I sell t-shirts, hoodies, leggings, and tank tops. It's free shipping on all orders, so check it out. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. Thanks. Bye.